So we have like 10 minutes with him when he comes in, okay? Okay, that's great. Good morning, everybody. It's the show before the show. Hi, Renee, Annette, Terry, Lizzie, Angie, Sherry, Jody, Melody. There you all are. We are here uh, bringing everybody back into the mix. Show before the show, as Lizzie just said. Happy Tuesday, September 12th. Um, September 12th, when the world was at peace for a moment. Yes. Afraid it stays that way. I don't know. Um, hey, we got Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey coming on. Love that guy. In about 10 minutes uh, to talk about his latest victory versus the Biden administration. Love it. I'll never forget the night after meeting him here in a campaign dinner. I came in here the next morning and I told my my crew here how great this guy is mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. and there were some people who looked at me like i was crazy right there was people that didn't <laughs> like him and i'm like trust me yeah watch yeah this guy's speech right out of the gate blew me mm-hmm. away and i'm like wow yeah yeah he's great my as, as you've heard several times because i keep bragging about it my daughter works for andrew Bra- bailey and she's a prosecutor for him and she thinks the world of him she said he is the real deer he is he's hard hard working yeah, he's a mizzou guy of course you say that of course i bet were you speaking of mizzou were you really happy not really mizzou but were you happy with the whole spectrum disney espn thing being able to air the game last night uh, yeah i mean they still haven't fixed DirecTV. They still, oh, filming. okay. So if people have DirecTV, you still You're can't still watch any games on Fox. Yeah. Good morning, David. Trisha, good morning, coffee and walk done. So ready for two hours of cancel this. She lives in God's country's greatest beauty there. Uh, good morning to everybody. Show before the show. Once again, we're going to be talking with Andrew Bailey right out of the gate this morning. We'll do. Um, we'll catch back up with everything after we jump in with Andrew. So we have him for about 10 minutes today. Just want to check in with him. He's a friend of the show um, on an appeals court victory that he had regarding First Amendment rights when it came to being able to post what you wanted on certain platforms. Mm-hmm. And an overreach, especially during COVID. Yes.
Gotta love uh, Washington University too. Oh, I no longer that. prescribing um, puberty blockers. Yes, isn't that great? Because of the state law, mm-hmm. and who does that go back to? Yep, Andrew Bailey. Andrew Bailey. <laughs> He's done some so really if you're more badass things. Uh, you love him. Yeah. Or she was in mourning though over that. They're sad. Which sorry, is who? Warshu. The people Warshu are sad about that. They don't want to have to do this, but they're following the law. Good morning, Trisha. Uh, Scott Walsh. Is that Kentucky? Is that where you're listening from, Bendy? Good morning. Uh, love it when you guys let us know where you're listening from if you're outside of the state of Missouri or the St. Louis area. Good morning to everybody there. Um, like, subscribe, share the show. But I did, yeah, I watched um, Monday Night Football, Jets. They're my second favorite team. Mm-hmm. Chiefs yep. are third, don't worry. Mm-hmm. And I was really liking the Jets because many of my friends like the Jets and because Aaron Rodgers was headed there. Now Aaron Rodgers is going to be out for the year because he got hurt last night. Mm. I get that plugged in. I don't need that plugged in. Lizzie, could you do me a favor? Of course. What you need me to do? What's going on with Jennifer Granholm? Something happened with okay, Granholm. I'll look it up. There was something to do with an energy, something, if our viewers know or listeners. Something to do with an e-vehicle yeah. or... Yeah, electric cars have a road trip problem. Yes. <clears throat> Let's see. Irate family called police on Jennifer Granholm's team for blocking charging station spot for her electric car. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Biden Energy Secretary <clears throat> Jennifer Granholm. How you doing today, Joe? A little tired. Stayed up late last night editing my podcast. All Other right. than that, I'm doing good. How about yourself? <clears throat> well, you know what we'll do? Hey, Joe, since uh, Bailey's going to be coming on around 8-ish, we can go ahead and start the show. We'll do it a little early, okay? All right. I appreciate it, bud. Damn cords all over the place. You need some help over there? Yesterday your shirt was unbuttoned. Today you're all full of cords. What in the hell is going on over there? Hey, Brendan Pelly, I like you sending us the Donald Trump picture, which you did, but I do not like your comment about the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. Never for anybody to get hurt, even your competition, unless they've hurt you in some way. 
Maybe they did. Maybe he knows something about Yeah. Them. Maybe he does. I don't know who's living La Vida Loca, but somebody. Oh, me. Melody's talking about me. Yeah, he's, yeah Melody's living talking Levita about you. Living La Vida Loca. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Rams fan. Uh, Brandon, that's your problem, dude. Dude, I love you, Brandon. Brendan. But how could you be a Rams fan? <laughs> the football smackdown on Cancel This. Uh, it is Tuesday, September 12th. Welcome into the podcast. A little early. We're getting ready to talk with Missouri Attorney General. Andrew Bailey, friend of the show, he jumps in here on a monthly basis. Uh, he's doing a lot of great work. If you're a conservative, you love what he's done. If you're a Democrat, you hate him. And that's usually what happens, as I've been reminded. If you are not upsetting somebody, you're not doing your job. That's for sure. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Or you're just kind of a, uh, I don't know, you're milk toast. Yes. <laughs> um, it's one of those things where it's impossible, especially in sports, especially in broadcasting. Um, if you're not upsetting somebody, especially in politics, uh, you can't please everybody. You just can't. Mm-mm. And Andrew Bailey's not pleasing them, but in the state of Missouri, um, he is a god. He's a political god right now. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, just got to stay humble. Humble, hardworking. And Andrew Bailey getting ready to jump in because he had a, a win with the appeals court right now against the Biden administration. And we all know what a disaster that is right now. So, uh, oh, Jody says she's a Seahawks fan and the Cowboys. So there you go. Lions, my Lions play the Seahawks this coming up week. We'll see what happens with that. A big show once we get into everything, too, because um, we had another Biden embarrassing moment mm-hmm. yesterday. Democrats continue to roll him out. If you're a Democrat or you know Democrats, we're still waiting for somebody to tell us why this man should be in office one day longer. Um, it doesn't matter where they roll this guy out at, whether it's in the United States, whether it's D.C., whether it's Vietnam, whether it's Anchorage, Alaska, where he was yesterday, he, he's going to truck something up because that's what he does. And he doesn't know where he is. He told another lie yesterday about 9-11. We'll get into that. Then on the heels of that, he strikes a deal with Iran, um, who literally funds terrorism all over the Middle East. They do. I'm sorry. Uh, I have some friends from Iran. They disagree. But once again, I disagree with them. I know what happens. And mm-hmm. anyway, uh, strikes a deal. We'll get into that. We are Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. We talk about the cancel culture stories when we can, the cancel culture mob, which we are trying to defeat and go after and bring those stories to full light. And we all know that most of society hates cancel culture. Just a lot of times people are afraid to talk because they just, well, I just want to go about my way. I just want my coffee or my happy hour and my movies. And mm-hmm. and I don't blame you. It's fun. That's an easy, comfortable life. It is. It's much easier to just stay out of pocket. Have your nutty bars. Have your nutty bars. Have, have what your Big Macs. <laughs> your Big Macs. People still eat Big Macs or whatever it is, you know? Your whatever makes you happy. Your Whopper. It's going after the cancel culture because if you don't say anything, if you don't have politicians who are going to stand up and you're like, well, I, I don't want to be abrasive. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to go to those school board meetings. I don't want to do this because it's uncomfortable. Guess what? Or I don't want to talk politics. Guess what? somebody's going to talk politics and somebody's going to take that position. Thank God in the state of Missouri, we have Andrew Bailey uh, for our listeners around the country. Uh, he is the Missouri Attorney General uh, who from day one uh, has called his shots. He's done exactly what he said he was going to do. Reminds me of another very popular uh, politician running for president these days. Go, go figure, a man who says he's going to do what he's going to do. And then he goes and does it. Andrew Bailey, good morning. Thanks for jumping back in with Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. Uh, congrats 
on this uh, Circuit of Appeals decision that you got, Circuit Appeals Court decision regarding uh, First Amendment overreach by the Biden administration and the federal government when it came to COVID. Can you explain for our listeners and viewers around the country right now what you were able to do in Missouri, at least at this point in time? Yeah, well, thank you for having me on. This is a huge win for our First Amendment right to free speech. We filed the suit Missouri v. Biden and have uncovered a relationship of coercion and collusion from the federal government at the very top level of the White House across a spectrum of federal agencies targeting conservative speech on big tech social media for censorship. The government made demands, big tech acquiesced to those demands, and Americans' constitutional rights were violated, and we all suffered for it. We took 20,000 pages of evidence that we got in discovery, numerous depositions. So we took all that evidence and back in May, we went to court, we put the evidence on and we asked the judge to lay the first brick in the wall of separation between tech and state and issue a preliminary injunction to protect our First Amendment right to free speech. On July 4th, the judge did exactly that. He issued a nationwide injunction. The Department of Justice and Biden's attorneys appeal. They are committed to future violations of our First Amendment right to free speech. They need the authority under their argument. They think they have to have the authority to suppress any speech they don't like on big tech social media platforms. And so they appealed the decision to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals reviewed the evidence, heard the argument, and affirmed the district court order, leaving in place that first brick in the wall of separation between tech and state and finding that the federal government had, in fact, violated our First Amendment rights on big tech social media platforms. The thing I really like about this, obviously, for what it is from a nuts and bolts, meat and potatoes issue, is the fact that this was uh, filed by your predecessor, Eric Schmidt, now U.S. Senator, along with the state of Louisiana. You come in, that filing doesn't go bye-bye. You pick it up, you run with it in regards to everything else that you have going on, and you make something happen with it. Uh, that's how this politic uh, situation should be working. That's how this game, that's how this situation should be working for citizens, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my predecessor, Eric Schmidt, leaves behind a legacy of excellence that I'm proud to carry on. We took what he started, we expanded it and got it across this finish line. And I know he supports the efforts because he he laid the foundation for it. And so just so proud to have taken over the office and, and have so many great issues and that legacy of excellence to carry on uh, on behalf of the people of the state of Missouri. This is a huge win. Look, the harms that radiated from the censorship enterprise at the federal government extend to every user of big tech. It's important to remember the First Amendment doesn't just apply to speakers. It applies to listeners as well. How much, and let's remember, all the information that was censored at the federal demand was truthful information. Mm -hmm. So how many people out there on big tech social media platforms were deprived of necessary information upon which to make decisions at the, at the ballot box or personal health care decisions because of Biden's censorship enterprise? So everyone was harmed. That's exactly what the court found. That's why the nationwide injunction is so important. Uh, we're talking with Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey. One of my favorite quotes that you had was, you said, Missouri will continue to lead the fight to defend our most fundamental freedoms. And we need that when we have attorney generals at states, when we already know that there are so many attorney generals across this country who are funded uh, by George Soros organizations, not in the state of Missouri. That's not happening. Uh, Andrew, where do we go? when we move forward from this standpoint, because the way I read it, correct me if I'm wrong, is this a done deal or is it being appealed? 
Well, I think the Department of Justice will appeal. I think that it's going to go up to the United States Supreme Court. I think that that's exactly what the Fifth Circuit found. The Fifth Circuit opined that President Biden had orchestrated a censorship campaign on a magnitude never seen before in this nation. That means it's the, the worst First Amendment violations in this nation's history. It has to go to the United States Supreme Court. And I'd point out, too, let's add some historical context here. In 1798, the second president of the United States, John Adams, and his Federalist cronies instituted this Alien and Sedition Act, which was a statute that allowed them to imprison anyone that questioned their foreign policy. That was bad. But what the court found that it was that this case is much worse. And that's why I think uh, long term, this will be uh, you know codified as a, a monumental decision in the edifice of constitutional law that law students will be stud uh, studying years from now and celebrating the restoration of our right to free speech absent government censorship. So, so Andrew Bailey, you're fighting the fact that they, did I hear you say 20,000 pages? Yeah, and we've only begun to scratch the surface. We've obtained 20,000 pages of documents, taken numerous depositions. That's a preliminary discovery to get a preliminary injunction. We're going to get into the merits of the case now and do additional discovery and continue to build that wall of separation between tech and state. And we're going to root out this vast censorship enterprise, and we're going to use the discovery process to hold wrongdoers accountable. Anybody violating this court order, we're going to go to court and ask that they be held in contempt. But there's another remedy here as well. Congressman Jordan from Ohio has certainly held hearings on the weaponization of the federal government and the government's response to COVID and exposed the censorship campaign as well. So you've got the judiciary and the legislative branch, Congress, both finding that president the president violated our First Amendment right to free speech in the response to COVID. And so two thirds of our government is now saying that these are constitutional violations. Somebody's got to hold the president accountable. I think it's, it's time that the uh, impeachment be seriously discussed, especially given the president's continued commitment to First Amendment violation uh, violations. But let me say this, too. The harm is ongoing. It, it wasn't a once in time thing. Tro uh, COVID was the Trojan horse that got the enemy behind the gate. But think of how many people are self-censoring today because the federal government demanded that big tech change their terms of service and change their algorithms to silence conservative speech. So how many people today are afraid on big tech to talk about Donald Trump, afraid to talk about COVID, afraid to question the integrity of an election for fear of being shadow banned, deplatformed or kicked off the, the platform? Our listeners that and viewers. That's going on. <laughs> Yes. Our listeners and viewers, A.G. Bailey, we're dealing with it. We have a lot of people who talk about this on a daily yeah. basis, which is why you're a breath of fresh air, especially on a, a gray Tuesday morning, September 12th, to see that somebody's actually doing something. Because, you know, when you run for office, when you're in a political position, whether it's one associated with law as you are or it's another one, um, you, you don't know all the time what your politicians are doing because we're not with you on a daily basis. Fortunately, we're able to see what you're doing. And there's another issue I want to bring up because I know we only have two minutes left with you. Yeah. And you just, j just say, guys, I got to get out. That's fine. We don't take it personal. It's something else that has come out of your office. And that's now that Washington University is no longer going to be prescribing those puberty blockers or cross-sex hormones to minors for, trans or for gender transition. And that started with your office in the Show Me State. Yeah, look, the, the whistleblower came forward in February and made accusations about the clinic in St. Louis. We launched a first-of-its-kind multi-agency investigation, demanded a moratorium. The clinic refused, uh, said that they were the only clinic that offered these services in the state of Missouri. Subsequent investigation revealed that wasn't true. There's a shadowy and clandestine network of these child sterilization clinics mm -hmm. operating across the state. We promulgated an emergency rule to stand in the gap to put some guardrails on this to stop the sterilization of children. And, unless and until the General Assembly acted, we got a bill, Senate Bill 40 
1949 that the governor signed into law. Uh, that bill was attacked by the ACLU. We went to court and are the first state in the nation to successfully defend a statute like that from an attack at the trial court level. Proud of the work we've done to lead the nation on this issue, to put an end to child sterilization. And you're seeing the ripple in the pond effect. As a parent, this is absolutely a wonderful thing that you're doing, and I am so happy that you're doing all of this. I don't see any other state or any other politician that has literally come out of the gate running. You aren't just skipping along. You are running and has do- have done big, big things, and I know I greatly appreciate you. Well, thank you all so much. Always appreciate you all and, and having me on. Uh, real quick, do you know anything about offense for football in college? Um, you're a Missouri grad as I am and, and I like coach Drinkwitz at Mizzou and I know, you know, him. and I, I'm just curious if you know anything or anybody in your office, because it seems like you can do no wrong these days, please give him a call because I got a little worried when I was at parents weekend this last weekend, watching my Missouri Tiger football team. We're going to need a little bit more to take on K-State this weekend. That's for sure. Hopefully they were just keeping the playbook under wraps and they'll expand it. Uh, but yeah, we're going to need more oh, firepower. Yeah. yeah. I've been there the so many times like that. That's for sure. Uh, Attorney General Andrew Bailey, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, please keep us posted. Uh, Maddie does a great job keeping us updated on everything. And thank you again for a last second interview where you're able to uh, give us the time because not everybody's able to do that, but we appreciate you making the time for us. Always appreciate you guys and what you do. Talk soon. All right. Thanks Thank again. You. Uh, Andrew Bailey, Missouri's attorney general, getting a lot of things. And those aren't small issues. No, they're huge. These are massive. Uh, these massive. are national issues. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening or viewing in a state outside of Missouri and your state's dealing with some of these issues, let it be an example of what can happen when you have an attorney general and you have an office and you have a state and politicians that are committed to going out, getting the job done, not worrying about what people think about them. And don't think for a second that he isn't ridiculed by his political opponents. I mean, there are attacks on him on a daily basis. But if you're doing anything good in life, that's what happens. He yes. continues to push the ball forward as he said he would. And right now, um, like he said, he gave a lot of credit to his predecessor, Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt uh, was, was terrific in that role. Josh Hawley was in the role. <laughs> I mean, you look at the, the, the string of politicians from the show me state. And now Josh Hawley, I, dare I say, I mean, he's, He's becoming one of the most popular figures Mm -hmm. in the Senate as a Republican across the country. And he wasn't afraid to call out Mitch McConnell. I know. I loved that when he called out Mitch McConnell. I mean, hell, Eric Greitens did it, and Mitch McConnell put a bunch of money against him. Right. Absolutely. And we (laughs) just called called how it is, but uh, now it's time for Mitch to leave. Oh, it is. It's totally time for Mitch to leave. It's long past time, Mitch, to leave. He has hurt us more than any Democrat ever has. Well, yes. maybe. Oh, yes, it is. because they're Nancy Pelosi. Oh, well, okay, they're bad, but we know it. That's maybe. the thing. The left, we know they're bad for Barack Obama's still hurting us with the Iran yes. deal that was made yesterday. That wasn't Biden. That was, a, that was Obama. We'll get into that. But Mitch should be fighting for us, Vic. He should be fighting for us, and he isn't. He's fighting with the Democrats because yeah. he's part of the deep state. We came out of the gate swinging today with Andrew mm-hmm. Bailey. We're grateful for the time that he gave us. Uh, I bring up the football stuff. Sorry, it may be boring to somebody. Why would he bring up? Well, I, I love my Missouri football Tigers. Yes, you do. Uh, Bailey played, or Bailey uh, went to Mizzou as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just a lot of comments. I'm looking at the comment line. People um, very excited. If you're listening to the podcast, I just want to let you know that um, so many people on the, the viewing platforms 
uh, are grateful, grateful that they had the attorney general. Maybe we can put him back on later. There's no way to do that within the show, is there? Because we're still a uh, we're still an evolving show. Yeah, we can't replay that. Not not right away, anyway. Got it. Because that would be a good one to since it was we'll post so that early. We'll get out there. Yeah. Some, somebody let Alex know. <laughs> we will. Alex yeah. is pretty good about that. What Our will happen mm-hmm. is if you haven't seen it, you can you know roll back after the show and watch it first thing, or there will be a clip that comes out later just of that. Interview. Well, it's a good interview. It was quick. It's ten mm-hmm. minutes. It gets to the point. Two major topics, uh, and then a, a silly one. But at the same point in time, these are some massive issues that are going on with the show. This is cancel this cancel the show I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. We've also got Pro Joe in the house. It is September 12th, of course, cancel this, uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, all the time on our website, canceltheshow.com. Uh, check out our websites, too, for all the original content that we have and the shows that we do. Uh, also, check out our merchandise site. There's people actually buying stuff. There's yeah. people buying product. You guys love it, and I'm grateful that you do. Derek was telling me, Vic, they're going to love it. They're going to. And he's continuing uh, to bring more merchandise through it. Mm-hmm. Um, Inside Out Custom Designs. He does a terrific job. Derek Pratt, also co-host. He'll be in next Wednesday. I know I'm not going to be here next Wednesday. so He'll be here and he can tell us all about mm-hmm. it and it'll be fun. And he's got some winter shirts coming up too. Oh, nice. So. I, I Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll get into all of that too. Still to come today on the show. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about this situation regarding WashU, uh, how they have now stopped, I repeat, stopped the puberty blocker uh, giving out uh, the puberty blocker, so to speak. Uh, and that started because a whistleblower came forward. And it's such, a, I won't get into it. It's just, it's an interesting story. I actually know a family and I know a doctor. And I might've said this before in the show, one of the sweetest women I've ever met. And she is a plastic surgeon. So hmm. she was helping do surgeries yeah. for these kids. Yeah. And, you know, thinking that she's doing a wonderful thing and helping That's them. Sad. Has the purest heart of thinking that she was really, really helping. And she really feels that way. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Lord help us if crazy combos, president. Oh. Um, somebody told me, Vic, check out the soundbite. I don't know if we can find it. Allegedly, Kamala was asked yesterday um, about, you do know that Donald Trump is leading the Republican primary by like a whole lot. And apparently she like lost her mind. I don't know. Uh, Jay says, hey guys, by the way, WashU stopped with the puberty blockers, but made special mention that treatment could still be found in Illinois. Yeah, okay. Well, just remember that with WashU. It's Mm -hmm. not in our state. And a lot of things, as we've seen, have gone to the state level. I mean, even for all you Donald Trump fans, he's a big believer in the states doing what they got to do. Our governor, Governor Parson in the state of Missouri, the same thing. Um. Wanda says, I'm married to the best doctor, and boy, does he have opinions? I don't know what that means. Oh, well, yes, her husband is a doctor, and I'm not sure if she's meaning her son or that her husband is the boy. He has very strong opinions the other way. Mm-hmm. So Wanda is married to an exceptional, and I believe he's a pediatrician. So they have, and their opinions are probably similar to ours about what you should or shouldn't do with children's anatomy under the age of 18. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're right with you from that standpoint. Uh, Still to come on the show, we'll get into uh, Biden's lie about 9-11 yesterday. Um, Barack Obama's deal with Iran. I mean, Joe Biden's deal with Iran yesterday. Um, Look at history. Look at the scorecards. 
If anybody is wondering if Obama isn't around making decisions, all you have to do is look at what happened on 9-11 yesterday. Uh, it's sickening. And there's not a soul out there that can prove that Barack Obama was not a part of any decision to help Iran yesterday because it did. It happened. It's sad with what happened. Uh, Greg Gutfeld, uh, arguably one of the most popular anchors that ES, or excuse me, that uh, Fox News has, um, coming to the defense of Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Um, against yeah. cancel culture. Uh, whenever we find those stories of cancel culture mob going after anybody, we try to bring it to light to f- let people know you are empowered. You're not alone. You can stand up against it. Uh, Greg Gutfeld coming to Jimmy Fallon's defense. You'll hear him talk about why he thinks cancel. He's like, don't listen to cancel culture mob. He's like, they don't have that big of a voice and they're a small group as it is. Um, we've also got uh, Vladimir Putin inviting Kim Jong-un for a meeting. Uh, North Korea's dictator, literally on Russian soil. Uh, is it all propaganda? Is there something else going on with it? Um, who knows? We, we still know that our commitment to Ukraine is as strong as it's ever been. Uh, this in the midst of, uh, I've had people tell me, Vic, we're going to war with Russia. We're already in war. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? It depends on what you think a war is. I know we've debated that on this show so many times. Uh, could it be another situation that, could develop in the future, sir. Certainly, I just didn't see it happening anytime soon. But there are some issues that are going with all that. What else do we have? Is there other things? Well, no. I think you covered all the things that huh. we're going to be going through today. I mean, there's just so much going on. And yeah, I think you know. Here we go. We got to get to our. We're going to get to our commercials right here. Our advertisers. Uh, literally, just stay with us. We'll be right back. Like, subscribe, share the show. Please jump in on those platforms. Uh, give us a thumbs up. It helps our with the algorithms. It helps us reach as many people as possible. And uh, be sure to come right back. We'll jump back in uh, with all of these stories. So much to talk about. It'll be a packed Tuesday. Thanks again for Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey, who we just had on the phone. We'll be editing that, getting that piece back out. You can also check that out uh, on the uh, audio platforms or the video platforms. But first, take a look at our advertisers, our sponsors, and we'll be right back in just a couple minutes. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. He- 
Kathy Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or Find her online at experience-re.com. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back in to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe. We're a podcast, we're a live show, we do news headlines, we have your updates, we have politics, we have interviews like we just had, a live interview with Missouri's Attorney General, Andrew Bailey. Uh, that was 10 minutes of really good stuff regarding his success against the federal government, against the Biden administration's overreach of shadow banning you when you tried to talk about COVID and the cupcake and everything else. Um, He thinks that this will go all the way to the Supreme Court, but right now, uh, Andrew Bailey has won the battle as he has in so many other situations. Case in point with puberty blockers in the state of Missouri. Um, He was winning that. Now you have Washington University Children's Hospital not giving puberty blockers anymore. And I don't care if they say you can go to Illinois and get them. It's not happening in the show me state. And if you're listening from a state where you have these types of issues going on, you can win them. You've got to get the right people in office mm-hmm. to do the job, as we have said before. Why do you think the inner cities are so bad? Because they continue to elect the same kind of people who will not be open to change and have closed-minded views of people who have different 
races than their own and who have closed-minded views of different economic situations and an open mind from a business standpoint. Uh, I don't want to get too off track, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's great with the whole puberty blocker and everything that Andrew Bailey's doing. I mean, not to mention, you know, he's done Kim Gardner. He's doing the puberty blockers. And one of the big things now, especially for a show like ours, I love that he was talking about the algorithms because many people don't even understand that there's algorithms. And he actually brought that up algorithms are messed with often internally by the big tech company <laughs> and so they they oh will, we know <laughs> yeah and we know that personally most conservative shows know that that they literally internally shadow ban you and they do it on purpose as soon as you use q you know like cues are specific words and i'm glad he actually used that the same thing with our listeners they can help how you combat the algorithms is you hit the like button you um i won't say the country's name that we did a big show on a few weeks ago you <laughs> or, or the continent excuse me the continent uh-huh. Uh-huh. it starts with an a of course we know <laughs> it, it always seems that when we say that right cra- i mean crazy stuff happens all over all right. over see you're getting censored right there because you can't say what you really want to say because we know our algorithms are going to get messed up um anyway it's cancel this uh that's lizzie sparks pro joe uh taking care of everything from an engineering standpoint i'm vic faust uh once again thanks so thanks again to attorney general andrew bailey for jumping in this morning uh i got chills last night yesterday of course 9-11 um, I, I did love seeing people post pictures all day on social media so that we never forget about that. Um, last night, and, and I'll credit the NFL, they want ratings, they want money. Um, they had the Giants playing on Sunday night. Then they, at MetLife Stadium, they had the Jets playing last night. So two back-to-back massive football games, primetime in New York, all around 9-11. And last night was one of the most anti-woke, no BS national black anthem to waste time with because there's one national anthem. You betcha. And we don't lift one race over another mm. ever. That's racist and we're not racist here. Um, check out how, as the as the <laughs> it's termed on this uh, video, anti-woke the national anthem was last night. And man, it gave me chills. 22 years later in New York City, mm. you can, or in New York, you can still um, see people, how ex- just patriotic they were last night. So at least the NFL did something right last night with this.
Can't agree anymore. Oh, Chills all the way around New York oh, City last night before the Jets beautiful. game with the Buffalo Bills in New York. It's how it should be. Thank God somebody, somebody put that as an important thing to do. Yes. That flag was amazing. The crowd was amazing in New York City. It doesn't get any better than that. When we are in a time where we desperately need patriots, we desperately need a love of country when there are so many factions at play, yes. uh, good versus evil, trying to tear this country apart. Um, yeah, but being pro-America isn't anti-woke. Uh, it's just patriotic. I agree sure. with that totally. But, but it's become but, woke yes, but. to like America, unfortunately. Anti-woke. Oh, yeah, anti-woke. Yeah, boy, yeah. But you know what? It is it is true because you will see towns that is woke and they won't have any American flags. And then you'll go to other towns where there's patriotism all over. But here's the thing. Fundamentally, I think deep down some of these woke people just are trying to fit in their little community. But when you put people in a big auditorium, big stadium, big football area, no matter where it is, indoor, outdoor, whatever, people do want to love America. Well, it's they human do. nature to also follow whatever it is. That um, is true. It, it is. That is true. It's Anyway, I was grateful to see that last night. The view we just showed you gave you a little bit more of a, of a perspective where you could actually see that flag. You could uh, see the crowd, mm. people celebrating America, what we're about. Uh, this country moving forward, 9-11, and all of the crap that had happened to this country 22 years ago. Okay, uh, on a massive day, regarding everything that has happened on the 22nd anniversary, <sighs> yeah, the president was nowhere to be found. Um, he wasn't. Donald Trump would have been there last night if he was the president. I can't even call him the president. I'm sorry, um, I can't. Joe, that Joe Biden's handlers race. I mean, it's gotten to the point. I, it's I can't even laugh anymore. I know. I'm getting angry when I see Joe Biden. Angry yes. inside, not to the point where it's affecting my day and I'm losing sleep, but angry. Yes. That he is not stepped down. That the Democrats have not pulled him from office. That he is still allowed to travel this country. And shame on the media. Shame on you, local news. Shame on you, national news, for not having the balls to go out and talk and show the video that needs to be shown and only showing little clips of massive mess ups and not showing the mess ups, but only showing where he's talking about nothing. Shame on you. Now, not everybody understands or has the time or has the the want to yet to go and find the information that's really out there. I credit those who listen to the show. I credit who watch this show. I credit the people who sample this show because so much of the stuff that's going on is not being shown just so that people have an idea as mm -hmm. Eric likes to say. So you're awake and not falling into the problems of those who are woke. Yes. Study. Find the information. Don't get caught up in all of the crap that's going on. Uh, Pam says, I don't call him president. Well, I mean, by title, I can't he's either. the president. I know, but I can't call him that. I mean, I really can't. I, I can't even get it on but my lips. It, we already know he he doesn't know where he is most of the time. No. We know he's lied a lot. We know he stumbles around. We know he doesn't have an ability to comprehend. And this isn't us going, we're not some crazy right wing, crazy podcast nah, yelling at everybody. Yet. No, we have an intellectual podcast. We show facts. We break it down. Mm -hmm. We're showing you what the hell's going on. He should not be in office. He should not even be at a podium. He should not be representing this country. And nope. all of the decisions that are being made, they're embarrassing. And the Democrats know it. If they care, they know it. And I know everybody, there are people who say, well, 
you need to get along, everybody. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I have been told, Vic, your guys' podcast would blow up even bigger than what it already is if you guys just were more down the middle. And I talked to Lizzie about it a yeah. lot as well. Well, just get on, get other people, you know, just try to have more of a, a middle approach. And I'm like, I, I feel in a lot of ways we are. We're yeah, we're nice about it. We're just bringing facts. We call out Republicans too. We do. We do. But I'm not kidding. I, I've had at least five, six people in the last six months. Well, you try to do that or maybe you get another a host who's maybe a, a Democrat or somebody down the middle. I'm like, what is down the middle? I don't. People don't even know what down the middle is anymore. Uh, give opposing viewpoints. We do. We open it up. We bring liberals on to talk. We try to. How can you have a down the middle of conversation with Joe Biden? You can't. On the topic of Joe Biden. Yeah. How I, I'm open. Invite your liberal friends on. Tell me, how the hell do you do that? Right. I, yeah, how do you? Well, and one person yesterday did tell us that the only thing they've ever heard <laughs> that they can say that. about... She says F that. <laughs> I agree. That you can never say about biden is that supposedly mm. he brings decorum and i'm no, like that's, you that's, can't no, say that no that's insanity to say that and like tara's saying middle schmiddle you you have to take a stand these days you know and, and you're right we're not yelling and screaming and carrying on and all that we're bringing the facts but here's the facts the facts are our country is being ruined internally by Joe Biden's handlers, and it's a fact. That's not us being far right. It's an absolute fact. And I'm not far right wackadoo QAnon. You're not? Well, no. I'm, no. I'm just messing well, with you. I, I mean, well, <laughs> I mean okay, I would be farther you're right. You're not. You're not. Than most you're people, not. But I, I don't believe in the going down the rabbit hole of things that no, are you're fake. Not. <laughs> be, well, you know why? Because there is no such thing as QAnon. And the Q people, I'm gonna, I am going to bring this up because somebody just. Where are you Q. going with this? I, I'm just going to tell you this because people, people sometimes will say that we're the far right wackadoodle podcast but we're not we're just bringing facts and we're not q people and you know what vic you may or may not know this about me during the trump right after trump you know he didn't lose his election after he got it stolen i wanted so bad to find out the truth that the more i looked the more i know it's stolen but here's the deal i'm not wackadoodle q or q anon or any of those things because they disappointed me i wanted to believe q i wanted to believe that them i went completely down the rabbit hole and they left me almost crying every day because they'd be like okay donald trump is coming back on this date and then he didn't. Okay, the military's running our country. And this, and you know what? They can't prove it to me. If you can prove it to me that all of these things are going to happen, but they would put a date, and then it would be another date, and every date that would go on that Donald Trump was supposedly going to save the country and come back and be the president, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So that's my point as to what you were saying, is that some of the people that you know, and even some of the people I know, talk about being far right. We're not. We are just truth seekers who tell the truth and if that makes us on the right so be it i'm not necessarily a republican i vote republican because you can't vote left for the satanic left because they are satanic so i mean and prove me wrong but i ask people prove me wrong that the left isn't evil and satanic prove me on the right that QAnon has done anything or well, that isn't getting q or a non has done anything they they haven't so we're just bringing up truth Truth, truth. And if that makes us on the right, these people can suck balls. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean. And this is cancel this. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> balls, I mean, balls, I mean, balls, it's true. We balls, are Americans. Balls. And, yeah. 
so I, I bring that up only from a, a standpoint of when it comes to Joe Biden, I don't see any way how you can even have a conversation of of anybody sticking up for him, defending him in any aspect, and you know it. So then that leaves, okay, if he leaves, do you want Kamala? Nobody wants Kamala. Oh, how dare Trump, and you don't want Trump. So then the people who are not 100% for Donald Trump right now, then they go back to Joe Biden. They do the full circle, and, and I don't get it. And I know a couple people, at least a couple people like that. And that's why I said it's disingenuous, and that's an embarrassment. Now getting back to Joe Biden. Not only is he, uh, he looks like he's drunk all the time. You know, like I said before, it's sad. He reminds me of my grandmother before she passed away because um, it, it's like he has Alzheimer's. He, he, he doesn't have his motor skills. He doesn't have cognitive ability and he's literally leading the country. And then especially when he is allowed to get in front of, we want him in front of microphones so that we can interview him so that he can actually answer questions like Trump did. Like at least Obama gave us the appearance of it, um, like the Bushes did, like Clinton, like every other president. But when he goes up there, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Mm. And now we've had several instances of him lying about tragedies with him and his family. He lied about and tried to equate a, a family kitchen fire to what happened in Maui just you know a month ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. As that whole situation is going on, and then yesterday. He wasn't in America for 9-11. <laughs> he was out of the country. And the first president who missed the ceremonies, as David Sparks told us yesterday. Um, and then he wasn't at the football game last night. Instead, he was in Anchorage, Alaska, saying this line about where he was the day after 9-11. To renew our sacred vow, never forget. Never forget. We never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could, from where you could stand. Um, just one problem, uh. Joe. You weren't there the next day. And there's no record no. of you being there the next day. But there is a record of you. Uh, giving a speech to the Senate, which is not New York, which is in D.C. Why is it so funny that he his quote is we never forget when he forgets where he's at. He forgets how to walk. <laughs> That's exactly I guess he's reminding himself to right. never forget to <laughs> right. put his shoes on, put his underwear on. Good point, Joe. Uh, and, and during his speech on nine twelve in D.C., not in New York, uh, he was reminding everybody that the attackers had managed to unite the civilized world against them. There's also speculation that he also let, there was a 20th attacker on 9-11 that was being held at Guantanamo Bay, which he allowed out. That's another aspect to the whole situation with Joe Biden and 9-11 and just the disrespect and the lie. And once again, it, it doesn't matter if it's a lie or if he meant to do it or not. He said it. He did. And once again, it just shows who he is. Mm -hmm. People have to wake up in this damn country and stop being so damn comfortable and feeling like everything is just going to be fine. It doesn't matter who the president is. It does. And we've seen it in the last two years. It matters a whole lot. 
Because if you have somebody like Joe Biden who is being manipulated and polled and somebody mm-hmm. else who is mm-hmm. running it, and of course, you know, we can speculate all day long who's making the decisions. Whether you like Donald Trump or not, if Donald Trump is as the president, you know who's making the decisions. He is. Correct. He is. And he's answering the questions. And he's talking about his good golf game. And he's talking about how good he is and how young he is and how strong he is and how he can put up with all of the crap when he doesn't have to. Right. We're not getting it right now. And once, I mean, this is, we're two for two to start the week off. I said yesterday, we get something on a Joe Biden on a, on a weekly basis, if not more. Now it's two days in a row. Yeah. We, we go from embarrassments to lies, from lies to embarrassments, to falling, to not knowing where the hell he is. I mean, it's getting worse and worse. Uh, Donna says Reagan had Alzheimer's and led the country better than by dumb, as you like to yeah. call him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is by dumb. And it is. It's an everyday embarrassment. It's every single day he comes out and he does something. And I sometimes just sit and from whatever I'm watching him from and go, is this America? I mean, is this America? I mean, it's so embarrassing and unreal. Just even five years ago, I would never have thought that we would see Joe Biden doing this every day. I knew he was corrupt. I knew he was evil. I knew he was a liar. I knew he was a bad person. But I thought at some point the Democrats would have some decorum like they say they have. And they're leaving the biggest idiot that has ever been in politics up on our our main stage of life here in America. It is just, I, I can't even with it. I can't. I can't. And Jeannie was saying on YouTube that she heard someone talking about the goal for one one billion illegal immigrants for our country. Why is that not being stopped? And she's right. There is proof that that is the goal. That is the absolute goal of Joe Biden's administration is to put a billion illegal immigrants. Now, we are I think we're getting close to that already. And there and you talked about it yesterday, Vic, that it isn't most people think it's to change our voting structure to a certain extent. I think it is. But I think mail-in ballots is is what changed our structure. It's just now basically to create absolute chaos and break our country down to be Venezuela. I mean, it's unreal. And a billion is the number that they're saying. Um, yeah, I, I just, it, it's it's all a mess. It is a mess. And there's so much that's going on. I, I get, I don't know if we go back. I mean, yeah, the I've already said it's, it's our massive issue, the illegal immigration. It it's is. our it's our our biggest. It's our number issue. one problem, it is in our my humble opinion, one. which is why I try to focus mm-hmm. on it so much here. Yes. Yeah. Um, voting season to elect the selected, <laughs> of course. Correct. Because Rob, Robert doesn't believe we have elections; he thinks we have selection. We do in many cases. He's right. You might, in some local elections, have have a an actual real election, but most people are selected, and and this goes back to. Even Andrew Bailey and Josh Hawley. I love them. I, I liked Andrew Bailey from the get-go. I wasn't for really sure about Josh Hawley, and I love him. But you do know they were selected, Vic. They were not elected. I know you believe that. I, but it's true. <laughs> it is true. It is absolutely um, true. But I love them, and I'm glad that Governor Parson selected them. Oh, and- yeah. Well, he selected them because they were lieutenant they, they didn't run for an election. Okay, but then you just said. Yeah, so they, they selected. are. But they've been selected a long selected time Selected in the sense where it's legal, not selected where the elections were 
manipulated. Well, I think they were selected into positions correct. because that's what a governor has to do. Correct. And I think he's I just made don't want to confuse people by the selection election. But there's both of that going on. Both. There is. Both of what? There is both selection that is legal and there is both selection by fraud and by election cheating. Correct. Yes, so that but, you're right. It's two separate situations. But most people think they're both bad. They think that every single thing should be elected even in, instead of letting your mayor select, or I'm sorry, your governor select. A lot of people don't like that. No, you have to. That's in a state constitution. uh, But see, people, good. See, I'm glad you brought that up. We have have a Missouri constitution, but that's the biggest part of our problem with a lot of conservatives. They don't understand. We have a constitution we have to follow. So they get mad at certain legislators. I bet that's a small. I think it's not our listeners, but I think it's a big group. Our listeners get it. But if you go, if you walk into a park, say you go into Tower Grove Park or wherever park you are, and you say, okay, everybody, what happens about selecting and all of that? They don't understand that each one of their states has a constitution that they have have to follow people just think oh i want so and so for governor or oh i want so and so for whatever and they can vote they don't understand that you have to follow a constitution they don't vic they absolutely don't get it okay well i mean it, it is what it is it's one of those things that we're just dealing with i'm i'm seriously 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 concerned on 9-11 when we talk about joe biden with another lie Joe Biden, not even around in our, he's in Alaska on 9-11, not here. Uh, Trump even lashed out at Biden because what happens on 9-11 if it's not bad enough that Biden is here? He's not here for the ceremonies. He's not here for the Monday night football game. He's in Alaska. Mm. And then he lies. All, the time. all of that. All of that. It's like, are you kidding me? You have effed up more than any president since 9-11 and we already you and your administration are the worst in the history of this country but then if that wasn't enough and if you don't think we're being played because most americans once again they're like oh you conspiracy theorist whatever oh yeah it's just coincidence and like i said i've got friends who consider themselves conservative who go oh yeah whatever it's you don't think for one second there was anything to do with timing on 9-11 that we make a deal, we being our government, Biden, Obama, because this reeks, it smells, it has Obama all over it, mm-hmm. where we do a swap deal with Iran for prisoners on 9-11 uh-huh. and undo Stinks. frozen funds of $6 billion mm-hmm. for Iran and... Iran will take that money, as Donald Trump said yesterday, and spread that for terrorism all across the Middle East. It's simple. This is simple foreign affairs. It is simple to break this down and what's going to happen. And you don't think for a second it's going to, or it was done on 9-11 for a reason? Am I crazy for thinking that? No, you are right on the money. Hell no. Out of all the days... Out of all the time, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to do it on 9-11. We're going to yep. stick that right in your back again yes. because you American people are stupid, you're yep. dumb, you're lazy, you're comfortable, and we're coming for you. Yep. You're not wrong. That was symbolism uh, that we are supposed to understand they're coming So for. here's the thing. 
we had five American citizens who were being detained in Iran. So they get released. But we transfer $6 billion in frozen Iranian money from South Korea to Takar. So they can do that without any fear of U.S. sanctions. So they get that's $6 billion for Iran to go do whatever the hell they want to do with now. Mm. And it was all done on 9-11. Yes. Yep. So for anybody that didn't believe that Obama, when he got elected, did what he said he was going to do. And as Jeannie's saying, give the middle finger to America. He's giving money where he's loyal to. And it is not America. And I can't believe the people that voted for him didn't understand that. It's terrible. But you don't, I mean, you don't do a prisoner swap deal. No, you don't. On 9-11 and the kind of one that was done uh-huh. and then release $6 billion yep. in frozen funds. I mean, this is a big deal. People, I don't know if this is resonating with people. I don't think most But when I saw it, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Think about it. All of this stuff is right in our face. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's like having a, a, a cup of water just thrown right in your face. Uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken signed off on the sanctioned waivers late last week. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is a month after the U.S. and Iranian officials said an agreement in principle was in place. And they decided to make it happen on 9-11 as if it's some sort of patriotic thing. Once again, something is bad. Let's just go ahead and uh, present it as if it's good because mm-hmm. so many things in life that we know honestly are bad or not good for us or not um, humane or are not healthy or wholesome, we're told that they are over and over and over again. So then it's like, oh, it's the propaganda. Well, well maybe we would start to consider that. No, it's not. And even Senator Chuck Grassley came out on X, you know, formerly of Twitter and said, Quote, it's ridiculous for the United States to be blackmailed into paying $6 billion for hostages, which will help them indirectly finance the number one foreign policy of Iran. And of course, it's already what I said. Terrorism. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And then you had Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas accusing Biden of uh, paying ransom to the world's worst state sponsor of terrorism. And they are. That is what Iran is. And this happens on 9-11, right smack dab in our face. And if that doesn't stink like Barack Obama, I don't know what does. Mm-hmm. Biden's not smart enough to even understand the, the complex issues of what's going on. He doesn't even know that terrorism goes on. And no. this is happening. Is it of concern to anybody? Number one, it shows us again how... <laughs> how silly Biden is and just how, how weak of a man he is and just lost and, you know, Delmar Gardens all over ice cream, sit in a corner. It's, it's sad. It happens to us when we get old and that's what he is. And he shouldn't even be working. He shouldn't even be a greeter at Walmart. The guy, he can't even do that. No, he can't. He'd have to have dexterity to stand and shake people's hands. And we know he shakes people hands who aren't even there. Correct. Um, isn't this considered treason from Kevin Joseph? Well, I don't know. Um, but, that showed us that. This also shows you that Barack Obama is involved. Mm-hmm. This this is what he has always been about. Yes. Iran, the Middle East. Yep. Um, this is telling all of you people, uh, yeah, oh, Alex says maybe Target because we know how Target is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Target is very, 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 very left-leaning, yep. at least with their money and where they put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was sad 
to, I mean, hey, prisoner swaps are great. Get Americans home. $6 billion? Are you kidding me? I mean, so. that, that, is, that is just unreal. You mentioned Target, and I was just, I don't mean to change the subject. I, I was. We'll get back on yeah. subject. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I was in Target uh, a few weeks ago <laughs> just looking for a shirt because I had a meeting to go to and I wanted to change my shirt before the meeting. There's no men's section. There is no gender. Uh, uh, like gender definition? specific yeah, for yeah. men? There, there's no women's section. There's no men's section. You just go in there and there's pictures. Where is the pictures? But do they have they're, men's well, clothes? They're, 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 I, I, you know, that's debatable because the clothes that were there could be wore by men or women. I just can't remember the last time I was in a Target. I, I can't remember the last time either because it was specific that you knew it was a men's. Mm-hmm. women's children so now are they still separate but there's like a picture but it doesn't say men it, it is not um it's not clearly labeled wow. it's not it, you know yeah it, it, i walked around looking for like i'm just looking for t-shirts and i could not find a men's section that had t-shirts so i went to Kohl's uh-huh. and immediately walked in saw a men's section took a picture of it wow that's inter- that is interesting to know i'm gonna have to walk in there now and check yeah. that out it's weird it is weird. That has always been a weird kind of place to go. I mean, I like their products. I've gone in there. I didn't like the whole bathroom business, but I haven't been back in in a long time just because, I don't know, something about it kind of gives me the willies in there, and yet it's a nice store. I don't know. Uh, well... I don't know. It's just, I mean, but just what you were saying, Joe, it's, think about the country that we live in. It's bizarre. This is, this is no longer just the country that we grew up in. You can't even go to Target. Now you question, okay, are they playing some psychological game in the men's department Well, they're playing psychological games everywhere. They are. They are. And and I'm sorry, it is right now with the Democratic Party. And I know people say, well, there's people, you know, in the Republican Party. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Um. But the the whole situation that we're dealing with now with Joe Biden, um, I didn't even think we could possibly get to this point. And we're here, how bad it is. And the fact that it's gotten so bad, Republicans have now pushed Speaker McCarthy. He is now expected to endorse the impeachment inquiry into President Biden. That came out this morning. That came out just a little bit ago. So House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is now expected to endorse an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Um, why should you care? Well, as we were told by Representative Comer, who's over the House Oversight Committee, it just continues to give them more power mm-hmm. to go get more information to keep the heat on Hunter and eventually Joe Biden and how Joe Biden has connections. It puts more pressure on him. It doesn't go away. And we all know if you just continue to have pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure, um, he may not break. But somebody may break. Mm -hmm. Something may happen. Um, Sources are now saying that McCarthy, Speaker of the House, plans to tell his conference that the impeachment inquiry is the logical next step, that they have to. Because the DOJ and the Biden administration are not cooperating. That's right. The DOJ not cooperating. The DOJ, Biden-led DOJ, Democratic-led DOJ, is refusing to cooperate with the committee as they're supposed to. So the only way to obtain bank records and other important documents from the president and his son, Hunter, is to do that. And allegedly, 
they can do that. Now, we'll see what the House tries to do, or excuse me, the DOJ tries to do. Uh, but he did make it clear that a vote for the impeachment inquiry will happen. Uh, but here is where it gets concerning for Republicans. And, and I heard Fox News talking about this last week. He may not appear to have the votes to open one. Mm. Republicans afraid to yeah. vote for an impeachment inquiry. So many of them Republicans. Are yes. How could he not have Spineless. the votes to open an impeachment inquiry? Uh, rumors to the effect of they just think it'll cause more problems. It'll take Republicans' views away because they have uh, the country is starting to see that you know a lot of the Republicans um, are trying to fight back against some of these evil. Mm. Things that are happening in schools with COVID, but conservatives holding up conservatives mm -hmm. to get the votes for an impeachment inquiry. That's great. Well, they're not conservatives. They're Republicans. I'm not calling them rhinos, but they're Republicans and they're spineless when they get in the higher ups of Congress. Why? I don't know. Has Maybe there not been enough to see that an inquiry? Of course there is. I wouldn't have been for it. Until I saw that the DOJ and the FBI at certain levels were refusing help and hand over documents. Mm -hmm. And when you listen to Comer break down, this is what we have asked for. This is what we've tried to do. This is what we have been dealt with from the start. Then it's like, oh, crap, they're hiding stuff. There, mm -hmm. There's no way they would easily be able to do that. And they won't. So guess who this falls back on? It falls back on the Republicans if they can't do it. Sure does. What can happen? Out of the, is he going to be impeached? I, I don't know. But this is about getting the information, the bank records to prove what we have seen happen for over a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for over a year. And that's, and they are literally our worst enemy up there. They, they get up there in Congress and they're either bought off, too scared, want to be in the in crowd, whatever the reason is, they hurt us. And I, and I will keep saying that they hurt us more than the Democrats because the Democrats are the evil that we know. Well, they don't. Well, yeah. Okay. I see what you're, I wouldn't say they hurt them worse, but they're a part of it. They are. Whether they, they realize us. it or not, which is why people yes. need to hold mm -hmm. their conservatives responsible. Correct. You have to hold them responsible. They're, I mean, I see it in the state of Missouri and we've got a gubernatorial election coming up. You can't trust governors or people who are just going to like play the well i'm just going to go right down the middle you, you can't do that you anymore can't, you can't do that anymore you no. got to have people who are who are not going to be the yes man and oh i'm just trying to be friends with everybody mm -hmm. now, yeah that's what we want i mean and think about that when this election comes up at least in the state of missouri in whatever state you may be listening to uh or li listening from you've got to have the right kind of strong leaders not only in the senate not only as representatives who are elected from a national standpoint, but your governors and your representatives in your own home states. It, yeah, it has gotten that way. A governor has the ability to do a lot. So you need to remember that when this gubernatorial election comes up. You just can't vote for a guy who's establishment. You, you just can't. You've got to be able to go and find somebody who's not going to be afraid to attack these issues. Correct. Because if you don't and you just sit back with what we're seeing, they don't have enough votes. McCarthy's being told by the Freedom Card, we're going to kick you out unless you bring an impeachment inquiry. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? If he brings it and there's no votes, he looks like a dumbass. Yeah. Well, he is a dumbass. He, he is. I mean, just think What? Of McCarthy's not a dumbass. I couldn't disagree with you anymore. I don't know. I mean, he, okay. I will, he I, has been nothing but good since he has gotten in. And people can say it's because he's has his feet held to the fire. 
Well, his but, feet are being held to the but fire. But he has been he has been nothing but great, in my opinion. Did you hear anything of what he said, though? This is this is why I'm specifically calling him a dumbass. All right, we have people literally in prison for not even going in the Capitol. And you know, people went into his office yesterday and protest. There were yeah. six people. He hasn't About come an out. HIV AIDS doctor. Yes, but this is why, I, okay, dumbass is probably the wrong word, but maybe not, okay, spineless maybe, or playing the game mainly, or whatever he's doing. He needs to come out and say, oh my gosh, I was fearful for my life that they came, just like Nancy Pelosi and AOC did. He said nothing, yet six people were in his office protesting, and are they going to, they were arrested, but I haven't heard that they went to jail. I haven't heard that they're going to be pressed on any charges. More's going to come out of that. I And I hope so, because it's so new, and I hope so, and I hope it's McCarthy, in and of himself, saying, you, I want to hear out of his mouth, and I will retract what I said if if he says, I want the exact punishment that happened to J6ers to these six, or let the J6ers get out. And if he doesn't say that, he is a shill and he is part of the deep state. I agree with part of it, but the, the situations aren't exactly the same. That's the problem. And in a court of know. law, in a court of law, to us, yes, it may be, but in a court of law, I agree. I agree. It's not the exact same thing. I agree. And that's where the Constitution, both at the state and at the um, America level. But I want him to say because it. Because I, I think say it. Ca- I, I thought that they had permission to be in there. Uh, that's okay. I'm not hearing Initially. that. Maybe they had permission. Maybe they had permission to actually be in the Capitol, but to go protest in his office. Yeah, that's an issue. Yeah. So that's that's where I want to hear what happened. And so like Terry saying, what happened to it being our house? And it isn't. If 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 it's it's not our house, if you're sitting in jail because you had an opinion. And I'm not saying that those six people should go to jail. I am not. Maybe just say get the hell out of here. Maybe that's it. I'm not saying they should go to jail, but I'm saying I am sick to death of this two-tiered level of prosecution. I'm sick of it. And and he has the mouth and the status to say something, but he's not saying anything. He's not saying anything. Now it is too. It is still new. But think about it. When the Democrats that happened, they were you know took videos of themselves running for their their lives. Once again, it's not an apples to apples comparison. That's it's just not. And, uh, and I'm on you. It's not. I, it's not. It's not. I don't know. A lot of our listeners are saying it, I know. they don't like it, it me does, either. I know. I it, it doesn't because we think oh January sixth. What happened yesterday was not even close to the scene from January sixth. I don't it's know. It's not even, and we have to have all the details regarding. We do. You're right. We don't have place. all the details. We don't. But it's easy to just have the mob mentality, and I've been a victim of mob mentality at at, at a parade. And I told you before, mm-hmm. it's like before people know the facts, and everybody's hey, everybody goes great, blah, blah, blah. and then you find the facts out. And oh, okay. No, I just would want to know all the facts first. I, I want to know all the facts and too. Him, and, and you said that you would like to hear him say something, but in his mind right now, he's like. Shit, I got so many. It's like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to deal with impeachment inquiry right now. I'm dealing with the Freedom Caucus. All of this stuff is going on. But you know, like Chris is saying, he does agree with me and here's why. Until he was not voted in for like the 20th plus times and have the threat of removal with a single vote by the Freedom Caucus, he would never done any of Maybe. these inquiries. Maybe, And he's but only it doesn't concerned. matter. But it doesn't matter. But it he, does matter. He is doing them. Well, I'm glad, but he has to be threatened by the Freedom Caucus but to do anything. But the problem is we don't know 
for sure. All we know is what's happened. That is um, true. Glenn Thompson says, yeah, it's not even the same comparison as J6. And he's as hardcore conservative right as you're going to find. It, it just, it isn't. I wish it was. I wish it was. But when it comes to a legal standpoint, when it comes to law, it's just not the same. Now, we'll see what happens and hopefully thing goes, you know, things go that way. Um, uh, yeah, I would love for <laughs> these bombastic people to go attack the Capitol and, and then we could try to turn things around. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It, the, the only reason it's different is because of what you said, the mob mentality that there was millions of people at the Capitol where the six that went into his office protesting about the age drug, there wasn't a mob. There was six people. Um, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. That's Lizzie Sparks with Projo. I'm Vic Faust. Glad you're joining us. We're here Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website, CancelTheShow.com. Uh, we want to give a special shout out to Complete Auto Body Repair. Please check them out. We have so many customers that check them out. People who listen to the show, people who watch the show, CompleteAB.com, CompleteAB.com. Um, they're always looking for employees. We're going to have their human resources manager, uh, Sandy Travis, on with us on Thursday. Whether it's technicians to work at one of their seven climate-controlled facilities throughout the St. Louis area or in sales. I mean, they also own uh, towing companies. They have all kinds of positions open. Uh, you're not going to find a better company to work for or get better wages than with Complete AB and tell them that you heard about them on CancelTheShow.com. Also, Experience Realty Partners, Kathy Helbig-Strick, New American Funding, Steve Strick. Uh, you're not going to find a better realtor throughout the St. Louis metro area. And by the way, if you're listening in another state, they have connections all over the country. They have uh, people who work with them all over the country. You can give them a call. You can look them up. Uh, Experience Realty Partners, uh, 314-276-SOLD. 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 Also, NewAgeHealthWellness.com. NewAgeHealthWellness.com. Once again, NewAgeHealthWellness.com. Uh, many of our viewers and listeners have had their appointments. They've had their blood work done. You need to have your blood work done. Do you need energy? Do you need to lose some weight? Do you want to get healthier? Do you want to find out what's actually going on on the inside? Just like you take your car to complete AB to find out what's going on with the engine. Same thing when it comes to New Age Health and Wellness. If you want to find out what's going on with your body, get your blood work done. And then you talk to the doctors that they have. You talk to the nurse practitioners. Uh, Lizzie went there. You've explained your experience. How's everything going? Fantastic. I can't. I. How much weight have you dropped? You know, I don't know yet. I'm not going to check you until I have to go back. But I'm sure because my clothes are fitting less. I'm I know you wanted hungry. to and it was a goal. And, yeah. yeah. And I can tell you're, you're doing great with it. And New Age has helped you, mm -hmm. right? For sure. For sure. Uh, Greenlight Dispensary, the state's largest uh, cannabis dispensary. Uh, by being the largest, Greenlight offers you more products, also at the best price possible. You can go to our website at canceltheshow.com and download the coupon that we're showing for our viewers right now. Take it in. They'll give you a discount on your purchases there. Uh, you can't beat that, that's for sure. And Vehicle Protection Group, when it comes to car warranties, uh, nobody's better. Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Todd Hussein. That's Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Give him an email. 
ask about the positions they have available. He came onto the show last week. They're looking for a few people to take calls still, literally inbound calls. Their best people after being trained for a couple of weeks are making six figures a year. They have two, I repeat, two different shifts during the day. I think they're there from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, to take phone calls, literally people that are calling in right now. Um, that's a look at some of our health uh, situations, our sponsors. Uh, Pam, we appreciate you. She said she's got to get going. Yep, we are here. Cancelthishow.com. Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house. Now, we are cancelthishow.com, and something interesting has happened, which I, I, I found. And by the way, Derek wants me to let you know about the merchandise store. It is open. Local pickup is available. Uh, you go to cancelthishow.com. You click on the merch button, and then you can go check out Joe Projo showing it for us now. If you're a listener, go to the website. You can check out the the goods. You can get yourself some terrific merchandise with Cancel This on it and also help us out at the same point in time. We have a lot of really cool, unique items that were there as well. Um, I'm also interested in this situation because we are Cancel This and we try to bring up Cancel Culture stories and bring light to those stories that are out there. Well, I find this interesting because one of the most popular host slash anchors, he's not really an anchor, but host, is Greg Gutfeld. Greg Gutfeld um, is very popular on Fox News. His show is very highly rated, and he's done well. He came into the mix and literally took over late night TV. Now, his show wasn't exactly the same as a Jimmy Fallon mm -hmm. show or yeah, it's different. Jimmy Kimmel, but he was in their time slots, and he was winning. He became late night number one. Greg Gutfeld did. Not my cup of tea, but whatever. Mm -hmm. The story with this is the fact that out of all the people who would come to Jimmy, and anybody hasn't been watching or up to date, Jimmy Fallon's staff has come out against him and yeah. said that he was some mean guy and terrible and cussing and a drunk and all kinds of things. I mean, we heard it about Ellen. We heard it about Oprah. And a lot of times, it's not easy to be a quote leader. Correct. <laughs> and it's always easy for a staff to rip a leader because decisions have to be made that Correct. everybody wants. Mm -hmm. And Greg Gutfeld has come to his defense. Yes. And I'm glad that he has as a leader. They may be different politically, but he's right. When you're a leader, there we just talked about mob mentality. You can just have one person that's you know in a group of people that work for an employer, and they can get the whole place. It only takes up. one. It only takes one, as they say. One one bad apple ruins the whole bunch. So you have to be very careful with that. And it, and people are saying that in Jimmy Fallon's is a bunch of they actually called them soy boys and and leaning yeah. to the left. But I'm not sure that that's the bigger picture. It can happen. Even a group of conservatives can gang up on one other conservative if, in fact, th they don't agree with the leader or the leader just didn't let them have their way. Well, Robert says, I heard he has a drinking problem. But I don't whether know. Whether he does or, or yeah. not, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting because cancel culture, the mob will get going and everybody likes to chime in. I still will never understand. I know I I'm told and I've seen that it's human nature because I've never emailed or sent a post or any sort of comment to anybody who's ever being ripped for anything. And mm -hmm. I don't get what the, the mentality is. I want to jump on. You don't even know the person. Correct. And people do that. Well, well I'm going to rip him because I had it. It makes yeah. me feel good to get behind a keyboard and rip. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I mean, I, it's your right. You your, can do it. It's your first amendment right. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't get it because what happens is the cancel culture effect takes place. Yes. 
on both sides, right and left. Many conservatives have been canceled by other conservatives. Because uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that happens. Um, and a lot of times conservatives will do that to other conservatives if they feel threatened, though, too. Right. It's, it's more not about politics. It's just about, you're right. Well, Greg right. Gutfeld decided to, he was on The Five, very popular Fox show. Here's what Gutfeld had to say. Mm -hmm. And this is the segment that they did on Jimmy Fallon. To them, it's embarrassing. I feel so bad. I'm sorry if I embarrassed you and your family and friends. I feel so bad. I can't even tell you. I want this show to be fun. I want it to be inclusive for everybody. It should be funny. It should be the best show, the best people. So that is what he's dealing with. So, Greg, king of late night, what are your thoughts on Jimmy Fallon and his angsty staffers? Well, this is going to take a while. So forgive me. Jimmy, if you are watching or you have a friend that's watching, I hope your friend records this and gets this segment to you because no one is going to say this to you. Not your agent who depends on your, your paycheck, not your phony publicist who depends on your paycheck, and not your shrink who depends on your paycheck. But I will because I don't care. They're trying to Ellen DeGeneres you and they're sad cowards and shitbags because they don't like people like you. He's actually a really nice guy. I don't know if you've ever met him. He's, I'm jealous of the guy. The guy is so freaking talented. The guy can sing. He can dance. He's, he's funny. He's sweet. I've met him at bars. He's, he's a gentle, sweet person. He's great at everything but hiding his own shit. And that's the problem here. If the drinking story is true, that's sad. If the drinking story isn't true, that's evil. Because he's being targeted for fake and possibly real reasons to get him fired. Again, he's being Ellen. But the most important thing is, dude, 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 dude. You gotta stop with the apologizing. You are apologizing all the time, and you're apologizing to the people who will never forgive you. None of those people like you. You apologize to your family, you apologize to your friends, you apologize to the people you did wrong, but you don't apologize because your damn PR person told you to. You don't apologize because your publicist thinks it's gonna save your job. They wanna take your job. How dare you apologize to anonymous people? Anonymous people who go to Rolling Stone, a sham of a scuzzy little magazine, two words, Duke Lacrosse, they have no respect. That was a phony article. Anonymous snakes coming after you, and you have to be compelled to apologize to these damn losers? That is not right. Now, let's say, there, let's say he has a problem, all right? When you're that talented, when you are that talented, Talent can overshadow both personal pain and the excesses of your social life. And your talent and success is so good and so great that people who are around you won't tell you if you have a problem. My advice is to start listening to the family and the people who love you and screw all those assholes, all those assholes that are around you because they're not doing you any favors. No more, no more apologies. Stop with the apologies. Just be yourself. You're a talented person. This story pisses me off to no end. It just, it just aggravates me to see, because he's actually an interesting person. Who do you want on TV? Who the hell do you want on TV? Seth Meyers? Do you, who do you want? I mean, at least this guy's good, and they're coming after him. And why? Why? What's the reason?
It's, it's just beyond. I get so I got so upset today when I saw this story. I apologize for the swearing, but I really don't care. Okay, I guy, well Greg Gutfeld. Mm. Um, when he talks like this, I really like him, and yeah. I, I agree because he agree with his point. That's human nature. Yeah, uh, I like him a lot more when he is preaching and teaching and talking on cancel culture and how he breaks it down. Because I don't think there's anybody who could listen to what he just said and disagree with what he just said. And this is a man who competed against Jim, Jimmy Fallon as well. And he's giving him all kinds of credit. Now, we don't know all of the details. All we know is what people are starting to say and try mm -hmm. to come after him over and over and over again. When you apologize, you only need to apologize once. Correct. And, and you, and you yes. apologize. And hey, you can apologize to everybody you want to. Fine, get it done. But you don't need to continue to keep doing it. Correct. Because people are, oh my God, we're so afraid of what everybody's going to think. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just apologize and keep apologizing. Mm -hmm. You know what? If Jimmy Fallon did something that was wrong, and this is something that I learned in my own life too. Okay. It's a life lesson. It's not a life sentence. Mm -hmm. You apologize and you move on. There is life after that, despite certain people or a group of people trying to continue to tear you down. So Greg Gutfeld, thank you for attacking this cancel culture situation that is out there as it should be and just smashing it right head on. Yeah, he did a great job. I'm a, I am agreeing with you. I like him even better now because he called it like it is. These people coming after him, he doesn't need to apologize. If he offended one of them, okay, but if he did something wrong, then he can apologize to that person. But to these anonymous people because because he's been going after by the mob, don't apologize for that. You don't owe these people an apology. And he's right. Typically, the person that comes after you publicly is threatened by you in some way, and they were coming after your job, or they were coming after your position, or whatever it is. He called it out. He called it out. And Donna's asking, so is the show canceled for real? I don't know that it's canceled for real. I just heard that, you know, a couple of his staffers got them all riled up to walk out. So, and then Jimmy Fallon, instead of, you know, doing a great gut fell, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Once you do that, I'm sorry. I just I'm want sorry, everybody to be happy. I'm just you're, trying to make it inclusive. Yeah, you're done. Because you're not going to make everybody happy. Even the people that love you the most, you're not always going to agree with them. And even when you think you're being good to people or you think correct, there are people that will scheme against you. There is. There is. And I've learned that <laughs> in my adult life that you may never even done anything to, per to someone and they will scheme against you and you may never find out why. It's more about them than it is about you. And that happens to everyone in their life at a job. It could be a relative. It could be whoever. No, but they're on strike, Jeannie. The writers are on strike. That's right. That's what's going on right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's in regards to coming back, what's going to happen? Would he be fired? That's what Gutfeld's talking about right now, because it's almost as they're trying to Ellen him and get mm -hmm. him out of a job. And um, Gutfeld doesn't like it. So he wanted to bring it up, and I'm glad that he did. Um, you cannot bend the knee. Oh, gee, sorry. Admitting it. Uh, Jimmy Fallon situation. Okay. Um, so we'll continue to follow what happens with Jimmy, but Greg Gutfeld saying what needs to be said, what mm -hmm. more people need to say yes. when it comes to cancel culture. We've, we, we've always thought that this show was about cancel culture education, hence the name, teaching people, you know what? There's no place for it. The mob mentality, there's no place for it. No. 
And uh, it seems as if a lot of people who do that are hurt people because hurt yes. people hurt will continue people. to hurt people. And I don't think his show will be canceled. I don't, but we'll, we'll see where it goes. I mean, it, he's too big of a draw. I know yeah. that the ratings were going downhill and he was making a lot of money uh, and not going downhill in a fast way, just that Gutfeld had taken over in that nighttime spot. Right, and Doreen's right. Prior to Trump, he went on in every show dogging Trump, and it yes. got so old. He's that's a Democrat. his demise, he's and that's a okay Democrat. that he's a Democrat. I agree with Greg Gutfeld about not that he did anything with Trump, but he's funny. He can sing. He would have great stars, and I watched him, and my family watched him, knowing he was probably a Democrat. But once I knew that he kept dogging Trump, I'm all about making fun of all the politicians. It's hysterical, but it got old over and over and over and uh, over again it ruined a show how did you not know he was a democrat he was on saturday night live for christ's sake well there you go there you go there uh, you kevin go. joseph brings up a great point when it comes to cancel culture and if anybody ever finds himself i mean if it's in your personal life and it's private or if it's a your a public situation that goes public when you become an apologist over and over and over again human nature and people see it as a weakness and then they go after you even more stop all the apologies for everything. Mm-hmm. Be a good person. Yes. If you did something wrong, apologize to that person. Mm-hmm. It should be addressed with them. Public situations are not good for anybody. Nobody wins. Correct. And move on. And Kevin said, when you become an apologist, people will see this as a weakness. And he's no, absolutely right. I know, but oh, I'm but, giving it credit to him. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, just stop. Just yeah. stop it. There's no place for cancel culture. Yeah. It's over. We're claiming it's over. We're pushing it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Glenn finally said he had a great interview with Trump as a guest and got blasted by the left. I do remember that interview. It was a great interview. Yeah. And he did get blasted. And then he, he went back to being Jimmy Fallon. Correct. Um, speaking of the left, speaking of getting blasted, speaking of cancel culture, um, I, I don't think we're going to get locked down. I know there's people who disagree with me, (laughs) but um, there is a little bit of a push. And I think that this push was going to be there. As I explained yesterday, I feel something more sinister is at work or play. But here it comes, people. The U.S. and the FDA has now approved the new COVID-19 cupcakes as they say, are here to rev up protection against the latest coronavirus strains and blunt any surge this fall and winter. This was announced yesterday, um, and this was done with Pfizer and Moderna and its partner, BioNTech. Um, And they're saying that this is for most Americans, even if you have never had a COVID cupcake. It's Mm -hmm. all part of a shift to treat the fall updates of the COVID-19 cupcake, much like the yearly flu shot. That's what they've turned it into now. They say it's supposed to get rid of the big three, although I was told before that COVID and the flu couldn't exist at the same time. When we had COVID, oh, flu's gone. Oh, the flu's gone. Now we have COVID. You mean it's not the flu? Oh, no, flu's gone. Now we're being told, well, you know, now... We, we've got uh, virus issues that are, that are going on. We've got COVID and we've got the flu. And this new cupcake, 
this new cupcake booster is going to help you. So now the CDC is going to have to sign off, and they are. An advisory mm-hmm. panel is going to have some sort of recommendation. That's going to happen today. Literally, they're having that meeting today. And they said that the cupcakes uh, could begin later this week. And so here's the deal. You can get both the COVID-19 and flu shot in the same visit. I mean, in my opinion, then that you're going to have COVID and the flu in your system and shed it to other people. um, Well, that is certain that that's certainly there Um, now. But they say that protection, they the CDC, they our government, they the FDA said that protection wanes over time. So you need to keep getting boosted. You need to keep getting this out in a yearly thing. I'm Anthony Fauci. Uh, get your shots. (laughs) They continually churn out the new variants that can dodge prior immunity. Okay. So it's been a year since the last time the vaccines were tweaked, the cupcakes. And only 20% of adults, they say, ever received that earlier update. Only about. So just remember this before you do anything. And we don't care at cancel this what you do. We really don't. Do what you want. Just don't force us to do Correct. whatever else and, and politicians can't. Just remember that once again, these have been approved under an emergency status. Mm-hmm. If something bad happens to you, you can't sue anybody. You can't go after anybody. Once again, this is an emergency status. How is it still an emergency status? How, how are we still there? You know, we're what I still mean? there. I mean, COVID. Yeah, it's it's still there, but the flu was around for you know however Correct. long as well. So it's no longer a pandemic anymore. You know what I mean? Right. And and they're doing it for the emergency status. So like Vic said, they can't sue us. They know there's no emergency. Right. That's that's why I'm saying how is it yeah. still classified as a, as an emergency when it's not? It's right. just a flu. Correct. You're absolutely right. And, and here's the other thing that you guys have to be careful of and look at this. Think of marketing. Marketing is genius. Marketing makes us do things. Marketing makes us buy things. It makes us consume things. It makes us think things that aren't true and real because it's marketing. And the best marketers are paid tons of money to sell products. Mm -hmm. This is a money thing. It's a control thing. Mm -hmm. And the FDA is marketing their new batch, not as a booster, but as a updated cupcake to better match the current, quote, circulating virus because they felt as if too many people said, well, I don't need a booster. I've already got something. I'm not kidding. This is why it is being done. Mm. The new, quote, recipe targets the Omicron variant, which is named here, if you want it, XBB.1.5. And they say that it's replacing outdated combination cupcakes that had mixed protection against the original coronavirus strain and an older version of Omicron. So once again, be careful. Just do the study and think about how things are being marketed to you. They say, and while even the XBB.1.5 variant is no longer dominant, the FDA has determined that it's close enough to the COVID strains causing most COVID-19 illnesses today to offer good cross-protection. 
Yeah, okay, cross protection now. <sighs> mm. And while the FDA's decision allows for wide use of the updated shots, the CDC will decide how strongly different groups are urged to get them. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you know anybody that's doing it? I don't know yet. Um, And by the way, um, here you go, just in case, federal officials have said the shots still will be free to most Americans through private insurance or Medicare. But also for people who are underinsured or uninsured, the CDC is also working with health departments and clinics to make sure that you can get your shots free. That is a really big red flag. I don't know. Maybe oh, honorable. But there are people. <laughs> That's that I'm right. Just How t- honorable. Listen, we, we know what the reality is. You're not going to keep anybody else safer by taking it. Okay? No, no. But there are people and people who listen to the show who feel as if it helped them. I'm not kidding. There are. And if you're some of those people that are listening right now or viewing, feel free to share it on our line. There are people who feel that, yes, it helped them. Like Glenn says, yes, it's free and you paid for it. Yeah. Because our, our tax dollars paid for it. It's not free. We already paid for it, even if we don't want it. But there are articles, and I encourage you to read it, and information out there, and I encourage you to read it, um, that show that there are several people who are dealing with issues after getting yeah. the first mm-hmm. batch or boosters. And I would encourage you just do your research, whatever you want to go do. Correct. Correct. And and that's the sad thing is that people truly went thinking that it was going to help them. They totally believed it hook, line and sinker. And now they're having so many issues that they never had before. It's, it's actually really tragic. It is. Uh, Dawn says, I went for my checkup. And the doc asked if I wanted it. And as she asked, I was sh- she was shaking her head no. Isn't that, I think more and more doctors are doing that. Yeah, that they just know that you shouldn't be taking it now. And this is why I brought up the money issue because Pfizer gets paid by taxpayer money for each dose given. <laughs> but it's free. Free. Um. And, and people are going to have a choice to to make. Um, you know, I, I'm still there's there's definitely there's a push because yes. this is it's being pushed out in the media, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I encourage people to do whatever they can to try to find out all the information. Whether you've had one, whether anybody is has had one before or not, um, you're going to be encouraged to get one again and or not because you're basically being told that if you've had one your protection is waned so you need another one right but that's that's what we're being told now uh-huh and and i i, I and that there's new strains just so you understand right, correct the new strains mean you need a new cupcake new strains do not fall under the old shot yeah but Does that makes sense what? No, I get what you're saying, but no, because they told us if you literally just take the shot, you won't get COVID. Now, I know the caveat here is there's different strains, there's different strains and and all of that, but it's the same thing. If you want one, take them. If you don't, you're probably going to end up with more problems because this new variant is just like the flu. Once you have it, you may get it again, but it's not as bad. And people are just getting head colds with this right now. That's all they're getting. That's it. 
I've had it like four times now, and it gets better each time. However, I mean, and it's not fun. Don't no, get it's me not wrong. fun. I've however, it. it, it I don't know. I don't know. I know it, it's it, it, yeah. Nope. I, I, I've I've known one person personally that has has passed away from it when they already had complications with other health issues. Correct. I did want to make sure that what I said was correct too, and I was looking under an FDA site um, just to make sure. The new vaccines, which will target, as I said, the Omicron variant, are approved for people 12 and older. And are, and it's weird how this is written. Are approved for people 12 and older and are under emergency use for children six months through 11 years old. So is that just for, it's only emergency use for kids that are six through 11 years old? Or is it everybody? That's interesting. But you know they're targeting our kids. So, I mean, they're going to emphasize that either way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry i'm trying to take a, sh- a second here to let that process it is all of this just think about all of this that we're going through it takes us a second to go is this real like is is this real and no one no one is saying that covid isn't real and all of us know someone that died um beaten but i don't believe and science shows they were within their last year of life. They had, as Frouchy says, a comorbidity. And so you didn't want them to get it. I'm not saying they wanted to, but more things that killed them wasn't the actual disease early on, as we all know about this. They, they put a ventilator on them. And, but you don't hear them pushing that right now because I think people are very aware of how many deaths were really caused by the ventilator. Mm-hmm. Quote... Uh, from KJP and the White House, they're still putting a message out for Americans. Quote, vaccinations against COVID-19 remains the safest protection for avoiding hospitalization to keep you out of the hospital. Now, I did several stories on that and research that backed that up during the pandemic where it could really help keep you out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, But then if you had later instances from taking it, that's a separate issue. Meaning, you know, as Megan Kelly said the other day, as we had her on, she said there's no doubt and her doctor agrees that she acquired an autoimmune disease because of taking the cupcake. And so many other people who have done that. My dad all of a sudden had a heart issue out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Out out of, boom. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. like, what? Now, you could write it off as, oh, people get older, they have heart issues. Sure. But then it's like, gee, something happened and you don't even know what this is uh-huh. and why it's doing it. Yeah. And it's because I've taken my vaccines and got my boosters. And I was told to do that because of my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of Just take people all of the information it. and do your research. Correct. Don't jump into something. Or feel pressured to do something. And how many people have we known that actually have, or not had, to do have had the boosters, had all the all the shots, the, you know, the, on the schedule mm-hmm. and everything, and still ended up with COVID? Correct, correct. And then there's people that never even took it and has never had COVID. And like I've said on the show before, I did not take any of these, but everybody that I worked with at a previous place did. Every single person in the place, and then. I, and I know they shed it on me because then they all got it. All of them got it. Almost every single person there got it. And then I came into work while they all had it. And so they shed it on me. I, I, no one can convince me anything else. They shed on you. 
Yeah, they shat on me. Well, I don't know if they shat on me because they weren't mean people. They were just Don't let lying. people shat on you. Don't shed. Yeah, don't shed or shad on you people. Oh, yeah. So, uh, if you do go pay for it yourself and you get it, they're going to be between $110 and $130. Um, we're just giving you the updates. We're giving you the information. Um but once again, we also did a breakdown two weeks ago of where COVID started in a lab, mm-hmm. and our country knew exactly what was going on. And the same yes. government that knew what was going on is the same government that gives you the opportunity to go take these boosters. Mm-hmm. So yep, um, people will have their ideas uh, about what should go on. Uh, but you're going to hear more and more stuff going on. But once again, I like I said, I know people who feel like they stayed out of the hospital or they were helped by taking um, their cupcake. And like Donna said, the best defense against this is just to get healthy. Just Correct. get healthy. Yes, yes, she's absolutely right. Get healthy, eat good foods, try not to eat as many processed foods, get your vitamin C, get your vitamin D, you know, start to exercise. And I'm not meaning, you know, lifting dumbbells if you don't want to go for a walk go take your dog if you have one and go walk every day get your blood pumping in a way that you like Mm -hmm. from from dr lizzie i'm in no way a doctor (laughs) but but that is true just get healthy just i'm I'm copying off of joe he's right you want to have a a a cancel this day at the clinic yeah let's (laughs) do have your shots cancel this day come and get your booster (laughs) Uh uh-huh yes oh my goodness Yes. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine if we said that? Hey, you guys, we've changed the format of our show because people are bullying no. us. So no. we're going to start having a cancel this. Give me a shot day, everybody. You want to come? You know what they would think? You, that's when people would think we lost our mind. Well, that's when you know we're getting a government check. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. And no, we're not taking any government checks no, ever, no. ever. Nope. But just remember what we were just talking about earlier in the show as Missouri's Attorney General Andrew Bailey joined us. His whole suit, which he has won with the Court of Appeals right now, which he thinks will go to the Supreme Court, was because during the pandemic, if you posted about something online that was COVID-related, you were getting shadow banned. Mm-hmm. You were getting stifled in one way or the other. Correct. So just remember that. Why would a government stifle you from saying what you felt or your own situations? Mm-hmm. That lawsuit in itself shows you what's happening. And even the former CDC director, Robert Redfield, he came out and spoke about this. He said he was not a firsthand witness to concerns over negative public discussion about cupcakes causing Americans to disregard the injection, but he knew of individuals who were. But he also said um, that his position was just to tell the American people the truth, that there are side effects to cupcakes. Mm -hmm. Quote, tell them the truth and don't try to package it in a nice little way like Fauci did and Mm -hmm. everybody else. Yep. And then you had the directors who didn't know shit about it, the health directors mm-hmm. and counties. And I knew that personally dealing with the St. Louis. Well, well, we're going to, we're doing what uh, we're doing, what we're told from above. 
And then it makes, and then the leaders, the St. Louis County executive and other executives around the country, and it became a blue red issue, would just do what the directors told them to do. Well, we're going to do what Fauci tells us to do. We're going to do what the CDC does. Well, then you break down what the CDC is trying to do, and it makes sense why they do that. Then nobody has to think for themselves. Mm. Wow. Um, Redfield also in an article yesterday said that the idea of, quote, complete immunization, this is key, people. Listen to this. Robert Redfield, former director. He was the director of the CDC um, before Rachel Walensky. Rachel Walensky came in for most of COVID, and now she's gone, and now they have somebody else. Uh, and she was on Capitol Hill a few weeks ago admitting that the information that they gave was wrong. She was like, well, it was the information we had at the time. You know, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, well, it's our bodies that are being messed with. Mm -hmm. Robert Redfield, who was the CDC director at the start of COVID, and I always felt like he was pushed out, but Redfield said, quote, the idea of complete immunization is false perception and that there has never been a, quote, complete immunization. Wow. He says there was such an attempt to not let anybody get any hint that maybe vaccines weren't foolproof, which, of course, we now know they have significant limitations. Mm -hmm. Talking about cupcakes. Yep. And there's so many people on our chat line right now on all of the platforms saying they either got it or they know someone that had it. And I'm not talking the actual virus. I'm talking about just had the jabs in their arms. And it was mainly because somebody guilted them. They had an elderly parent or they were guilted at their work or whatever. And they guilted. You were forced to do it to keep your job. Well, some people were forced to get it to have their job and some were guilted by family members. I can't tell you the guilt that I that yes. poured on me and I just would not do it. Yes. I mean, the, the guilt is where most of the people that I know are very strong, beautiful patriots who didn't want it, knew that there was something nefarious about it or it didn't work one or the other. But they loved their elderly parents or an elderly grandparent or a loved one so much that that loved one said, you can't come and see me unless you take it. So they did. And now the person who took it, especially the younger that you were, that you took it, they're having complications. They have enlarged hearts and all of that. And if you really research this, we know that in China, they were creating something like this actual quote thing vaccine whatever you want to call it to kill off their elderly people so that's why a lot of the elderly people are not having the side effects that the younger people they engineered it to to kill off i'm going to say it their old people that were living on their communist regime so now these poor people that have gotten it to just appease a family member are having a lot of medical issues i mean are all over our chat lines all of them it's blowing up my dm is blowing up with they are physically hurting because of guilt well, so you, if we learn anything out of this you do you do yes. not let Anyone guilt you. If you want to wear a mask, you want to take it, do it. And I'm going to tell you right now, just be careful but, of, here's the problem. Doctors, now we, we, we are getting more cases of doctors now saying, ah, I wouldn't do this. Correct, correct. And people are talking about it. Just because somebody's a doctor doesn't mean they know more than you do if you do your research mm -hmm. on a specific topic, especially when it came to COVID. Mm -hmm. They were just doing 
and promoting what they were being told from the top over and over again. So don't let, and keep in mind, the people with the white coats and these doctors, they're not people who prevent things. They're people who treat things. Correct, correct. They they're practice. not people who prevent, they try to, quote, treat. And COVID is something mm-hmm. they never knew. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know more than you do. No, they didn't. They no, didn't. they didn't. Boom. And mm-hmm. remember that when these situations come down, um, because there were the doctors and there were, quote, doctors in white coats who were giving you an opposing view, but the media, national and local, were not allowing you to hear their opposing views or to at least get some information out there. How do I know that 100% for sure? Because I was shut out at my TV station from interviewing people who had any different of opinion than Fauci or the St. Louis County Health Department or Sam Page. Now, Sam Page and his department said, well, we're doing what the St. Louis County Health Department director tells us to do. And of course, we know what a fiasco merry-go-round that whole situation became. So yes, I do know for a fact they were not allowing an opposing view. I was even scolded for suggesting that there could be evidence that a mask doesn't protect us. And then when I responded, well, what kind of mask? Any mask. Okay. Be happy. Collect your check. Mm Mm-hmm. Be happy you have a job. Those things are real. Yes. <laughs> I lived it. So I'm not going to listen to anybody try to say, uh, it, and it did become, and it became a red-blue issue. And I'm sorry it did. It became a political issue. And people are now dealing with that and living with that and living with the consequences. And yes, there are many people, including in my family, who got the quote cupcake and are dealing with the after effects of getting it because it was promoted and pushed and propagandized all over the place as the end all end all. You're going to save America. You're going to save your neighbor. You're going to save your coworker. And they were wrong. And there was never evidence of it. And the CDC director, Robert Redfield, just said it in an interview yesterday. Everybody knew this. But it was promoted. You have to do this. And we all knew it had the limitations. Even Pfizer CEO said it before COVID hit. And we read it on our previous radio show, his comment about what was happening and how this wasn't the end all to end all. But once Fauci started promoting and pushing it out there, like, oh, this is the end all to end all. And I'm sorry, in some cases, and people want to get on Trump for promoting it, um, you know, letting Fauci take the direction that he did. And then county directors, everybody was afraid. And this is the problem with leadership. Leaders need to lead, but many times leaders look for crutches they look like oh well if they're doing it then i can just say what they're saying and then it doesn't come back on me because everybody's afraid of being sued or everybody's afraid of losing their jobs mm-hmm. yeah if any if anybody learned anything about any of this whole three years of crap do not comply unless it's something you want to do don't do it because of guilt don't do it because of pressure do not believe your doctor get a second opinion do what is right and if you feel healthy and you're having nothing wrong with you and you don't feel old and for the love of god don't take it don't take it they're just trying to finish the job. Yes, yes. And, and you know, and Troy said on here, and I'm one of those people, call me a conspiracy theorist if you want to, part of this was money, part of this was control, and they wanted to see who would comply. And they were successful in seeing 
almost everyone complied. And I'm not saying everyone, but every type of group. They even got conservatives guilted to take this. So this isn't a right or left. Someone on YouTube is, is saying that Vic and I are saying that we shouldn't make this a right or a left thing. But it ended up to be so. Conservatives didn't tell you to take it or not to take it. They just weren't pushing it. You do you. The left were saying, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. If you don't, you're bad. You're going to kill grandma. It became political, but it was always meant to be political. Don't ever forget that. It was meant to hurt you, and it was meant to divide the country, and it was meant to hurt you. It, it don't believe everything you hear. I didn't know if it was meant to divide the country, Republicans and Democrats, oh, sure it but was. it certainly became that way very quickly mm-hmm. because Donald Trump was promoting it. And if I think back, I mean, he's red. Yeah, he's he used to be orange, but you know what? Well, he was orange, and and he <laughs> didn't. I mean, he liked it. He wanted the warp speed. He took it. He and his daughter took it in front of everyone, and so that's where a lot of the conservatives took it. But I also keep in mind Donald Trump. No matter who you like, no whether you like him, DeSantis, whatever, none of them are God. N- Donald Trump is not in your body. You decide whether you want that in your body or you don't. And keep in mind, once it's in there, it's going to be hard to expel it. There is ways to take certain things and drink certain things, but it's in there. Um, I always like to bring this up too, since this all came out yesterday and became a subject. There is a reason why all, and I say all, I should say most professional athletes even though you didn't know but you started to hear about some of them ironically Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady they didn't take the vaccines most of these professional athletes did not even the NBA players were not taking them you know why because their personal doctors who are taking care of their Ferrari bodies said "Uh uh-uh don't do it this would be like pouring get it's like pouring soda in your Ferrari and thinking you're going to run your car on it. It's emergency use. If something happens to your vehicle, there's nothing you can do. This is going to hurt you. That's why they kept it quiet. Most of them kept it quiet. The people with the best doctors, the athletes who could afford these best doctors, they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Paul Goldschmidt, MVP, reigning MVP in Major League Baseball. Nolan Arenado, arguably one of the best third base Cardinals players. They didn't take it. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't take it. Right. There's a reason they didn't take it. Tons of NFL players and the top right. players, yep. they didn't take it. No, they didn't. And they were both conservative and Republicans because they knew that something was up. It didn't make sense. And they just didn't come up with that idea themselves. That's because their doctors who are in charge of their bodies, who did all the research, were like, yeah, um, <laughs> we're not going to do this. Don't. Do it. Don't do it. A lot of politicians and people in in high positions Mm -hmm. um, paid to be put on the list that they actually took the vaccine when all they did was take saline. Correct. You're right about that. Many were finding out. And we wondered that. I know I did at the beginning. What are they really getting in their arm. Are they getting the same thing we're getting? I don't think they did. There is so many articles, so much proof you can find that they took saline. And I don't know that for sure because I wasn't sitting there. I didn't see what was going in their arm. But it goes to the point that this was all to hurt the American people if they didn't take it and wanted us to take it. And the guilt 
the guilt. And like you said, maybe it wasn't planned to divide. I think it was. But nonetheless, it did divide people in probably some of the worst ways I've even seen. Worse than race, even worse. Because you typically didn't go into Schnooks or Publix or, or, you know, or Billy Bob's grocery store or whatever it was and have people say anything. Oh, my gosh, Black Lives Matters to you. I mean, you might have had a sign. Now, I felt Black Lives Matter was meant to divide this. I felt, it was. I just felt like everybody, would, hey, they'll take it. They'll understand, you know, just like our flu shots, everybody's taking the flu shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it did. You're right. Black Lives Matters was meant to divide. But I think the masking thing divided even worse because you'd go in the store and you would have every little nosy busybody coming up and telling you or glaring at you or whatever. But most people didn't say anything if you had a Black Lives Matter shirt on or if you didn't or if you had an American flag. They weren't bold enough to say that in the grocery store, but they were about the mask on your face. It is, and that's a so it came out yesterday. Um, today, the CDC is meeting to approve um, the cupcakes. If it's something for you, they'll be ready by the end of the week. Um, Chris said there were more that took it than didn't. Vic, yeah, you're right. Some superstars didn't, but most of the journeymen did. NBA, the majority took the jib jab, and you couldn't tell in Major League Baseball who did by who was able to play in Canada, but not everybody was there. Megan says, Megan Marie says all about fear and control. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And before we close up the show for today, I thought this was great. Novak Djokovic, arguably the best tennis player of all time, won his 24th grand slam title on Sunday. Uh, he won the U S open and he won the same tournament that he wasn't allowed to play in last year because he refused to get the cupcake. And then he comes back and he wins it as the oldest person ever. And he was run through the ringer by the tennis community mm-hmm. for a few years because he said, listen, I just want it to be approved totally. It's emergency use. He refused to do it. But I'm telling you, my point, Chris, is that many athletes didn't and top athletes didn't. Be, and and I still think most of them didn't, even if they said that they did because they knew that it was bad for the body mm-hmm. there was a reason there was a reason yes um but anyway uh th- those will probably be available by the end of the week we'll keep a uh we'll keep a track uh, of all of that stuff so anyway we appreciate you joining us today for the show everybody another great show went fast special thanks to andrew bailey missouri's attorney general who joined us this morning to talk about a couple of wins that he has check out the merch store it's open uh local pickup available who knows maybe at some point we'll try to get it at our studios in chesterfield but i'm not sure um but have a great day everybody that does it for this podcast for september 12th for pro joe and lizzie sparks i'm vic faust have a great day